And so just being self-sufficient, just focused on ourselves and our freedom and what do we get out of it instead of being focused on, you know, who made us and why are we here? Uh, it's to glorify God and to, to be kind and help others and lift other people up while also lifting God up. Well, hello, ladies and gents. Hope you are uh, having a great start to the month of July. It's definitely hot here in Georgia and Alabama, but uh, we are getting ready to head into the 4th of July weekend, celebrating uh, Independence Day. Uh, the United States of America love our country, and uh, we are celebrating, I guess, uh, since 1776. That would make us 246 years old. And we're going to talk more about America the Beautiful over the course of this uh, shorter podcast episode. But uh, speaking of celebrating, I also want to uh, wish a happy anniversary to my wife, Shanna. Uh, on this day that the episode is coming out, July 1st, we will celebrate our 22nd wedding anniversary. So we uh, were married July 1st of 2000, so uh, I can remember easily how many years we've been married by what year it is, it being 2022 now. So I'm looking forward to spending some time with her celebrating our anniversary. Uh, she's really uh, really saved my life, and uh, it's been amazing being with her. God has truly blessed me with an amazing woman um, inside and out. And uh, just have two wonderful kids together, ages 18 and 19, and uh, looking forward to um, 20, 30, 40 more years being married together uh, for the rest of our lives till death do us part. So uh, I'm really happy uh, that uh, she chose me and God chose us to be together. Uh, So uh, happy anniversary. And I'm trying something new on this podcast. You know, I usually do interviews, chats with folks uh, extensively uh, about all kinds of uh, extraordinary stories related to fitness and faith. And I'm going to keep doing that, hopefully on a fairly weekly basis. But I also want to try something new uh, for Fridays, at least. We're going to call it the Friday Food for Thought. And this is a segment that I've had uh, really the last two and a half years off and on uh, for this podcast, Run the Race, which you can find on WTVM.com slash podcast, all the previous 111 episodes and uh, we've had this segment on where we uh, you know I, I have an article that I pulled out that's focused on something fitness or faith related and and then I uh, give uh, some commentary on that and and uh, get a little bit of education and entertainment at the same time so uh, I'm gonna do that on, on a regular basis so some shorter episodes uh, no interviews just me talking hopefully it won't bore you too much but uh, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Independence Day and about um, prayer and patriotism and how it relates to faith and some ideas about uh, some fitness things you can do heading into this 4th of July weekend, which uh, July 4th falls on a Monday this year. You know, and I wanted to start off talking about how, you know, I guess the question maybe a lot of people still ask is, was America founded as a Christian nation? Uh, There's a lot of, uh, you know, passion on both sides of that issue. And um, even though, you know, many have denied it, it is a, or was a Christian nation. Uh, America's Christian roots really run very wide, very deep. Uh, In fact, uh, some research has shown, you know, the the Declaration of Independence shows that, and you know, ninety five percent of the two hundred founding fathers uh, were actually practicing Christians, and uh, and the other five percent they at least at least acknowledged God and knew the Bible they said was divine truth for them. And uh, so, back in seventeen seventy four, the first official act 
And the first Continental Congress was to open in prayer, and they ended with these words, the merits of Jesus Christ, the Son, our Savior, amen. And so uh, that that's you know proof in itself, I think, right there. All but two of the first 108 universities founded in America were Christian. Uh, the Bill of Rights, uh, in the midst of framing that, they declared religion, morality, and knowledge being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind, schools, and the means of education shall forever be encouraged. So again, it's uh, nearly nearly 250 years ago, the Continental Congress uh, called for Americans to turn to God and prayer and meditation uh, for this nation that was just on the verge of uh, becoming the United States of America. And you know, we've had uh, just recently uh, a big Supreme Court case related to uh, faith and religion, uh, specifically about prayer. So the U.S. Supreme Court, who's been in the headlines a lot lately for abortion and other big decisions, they, um, you know, just a few days ago, in fact, sided with a football coach from Washington State who uh, wanted to continue kneeling and praying on the field after games uh, for his school. So the court ruled 6-3, saying the coach's prayer was protected by the First Amendment, uh, and so his rights are constitutionally protected. And the outcome... Some say you know, maybe could uh, bring in some, you know, strengthen some acceptability of more religious practices in public school settings. Some people think that you know taking prayer out of schools has made things worse, made you know our nation more in trouble. You know, kind of taking God out of things like taking God out of schools. So as recently, you know, like back in April in Alabama, for instance. The school district promised to stop broadcasting Christian prayer over the loudspeakers at football games because there was a legal group that had some complaints about that. So the case we're talking about with the Supreme Court specifically was a coach there in Washington State, Bremerton, Washington. Uh, His name is uh, Joe or Joseph Kennedy, a Christian and former football coach at Bremerton High School. And he initially, you know, about... 10 years ago, was praying alone on the 50-yard line at the end of games, but then students joined him, and he began delivering really, you know, short inspirational talks and kind of, you know, focused more on religion, and then uh, for years led students in locker room prayers. The school district then learned what he was doing about six, seven years ago, 2015, and they asked him to stop, Uh, but he wanted to, he stopped the locker room stuff, but he wanted to continue doing that on the field, and now we learn from the U.S. Supreme Court, at least, that, uh, that, uh, that prayer is protected uh, by the First Amendment. And there's definitely uh, two sides to the story here about, you know, um, as the court, you know, the Supreme Court uh, speaks out and makes big rulings when it comes to prayer, when it comes to abortion and, and women's rights. And uh, there is a, an article I found from the Washington Post. It's an editorial, an opinion by Kate Cohen, uh, just released, in fact, today. It says, as the court forces Christianity on America— Time for atheists to speak out. So uh, you know, and as uh, kind of as the abortion ruling came out, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, a Florida synagogue, uh, they actually sued the state over its abortion ban, arguing that it's God that has different rules. And so they say that Jewish law prioritizes the woman's life and well-being uh, versus the baby's. So they're using kind of the re- reverse psychology there. Um, and uh, Kate Cohen in this, she says, we shouldn't have to use one God to fight another God. We shouldn't have to be religious to be free. What we need and what our Constitution conveniently provides for is freedom from all gods. 
And she pointed out that in a recent Gallup poll that uh, about 81% of Americans say they believe in God, which is actually a new low. It was 87% just five years ago. And she says, you know, maybe, you know, it's time for people that are atheists to speak up. You can call yourself agnostic or a non-believer or a, a humanist. And uh, she closes out the editorial saying, America is not and has never been a Christian nation. Keeping it from turning into one may be up to us. So uh, I, mean, I disagree with that personally uh, because I'm, you know, uh, faith is very strong, but I, but I respect her opinion. And I think it's important to, to listen to all sides here and, and to, to talk about, you know, our nation, talk about Christianity and prayer and what you believe or don't believe. And we live in a free nation and people have free will and, and uh, you know, who's to stop us or judge other people. We're not the judge. You know, God is the judge. And on the other side of things, uh, there's an article uh, and also an opinion article and from uh, Chuck Tabor, a religion columnist and former pastor in Hill- Hillsboro, Ohio. He writes this for the uh, Times-Gazette there in that part of Ohio called A Prayer for Independence Day. And he says, you know, we have a lot to be thankful for. We, you know, we celebrate Moms on Mother's Day, Fathers on Father's Day. Why not celebrate our country as we should on Independence Day? And so he says, you know, we, um, you know, th- there were a lot of lives lost in trying to form our nation, you know, uh, 246 years ago, um, trying to get our independence from Great Britain. And uh, it was called the American Experiment, if I remember right, uh, from, from what I learned in history. And um, th- this uh, gentleman, Chuck Tabor, he talks about how even more than our Declaration of Independence is our Declaration of Dependence. Uh, it, it talked, uh, you know, about how unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. That's according to the Psalms. And so um, if you don't have that foundation on the Lord, you're building really a house of cards that's really going to collapse and potentially pretty easily. So maybe that's what we're seeing with our nation today. Um, and, you know, way back in the height of the Civil War, um, Tabor talks about how the rebel troops were moving towards D.C., and they were doing it easily. And there was a conversation between Edwin Stanton and President Abraham Lincoln. Stanton asked the president um, at the time, you know, I sure hope God is on our side. Whereas Abraham Lincoln, he responded back, quote, Mr. Secretary, I'm not near concerned about that so much as I am that we are on God's side. So that's well said by the former president there. So Lincoln was really declaring, according to Tabor, that you know he hoped that we as a nation were not declaring our independence from God, but instead our dependence upon Him. So that's an important uh, you know thing to to, to kind of decipher there is that we should be dependent on God and not just trying to that we are free. We are free, and that's what a lot of people want to focus on today. But um, really, you know, our, our real freedom is found in Christ. And uh, he also wrote this last thing uh, in his uh, opinion article there in Ohio. This is part of a prayer from Abraham Lincoln during that time, that, that uh, something we can pray as we celebrate this Independence Day. He says, We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. We have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts and that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power to confess our national sins and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. Intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace, too proud to pray to the God who 
made us. And so just being self-sufficient, just focused on ourselves and our freedom and what do we get out of it instead of being focused on, you know, who made us and why are we here? Uh, it's to glorify God and to, to be kind and help others and lift other people up while also lifting God up. So a lot of things on, on both sides of that when we talk about prayer and, and uh, you know, um, religion and faith and what do you believe. And uh, But, you know, no matter what, uh, you know, for me, uh, God is first. Um, but I know for all of us, hopefully, that live here in the United States, that we lift up and celebrate our nation despite our differences, despite the things we have Going on in our world today that we can say that we live in the best country in the world. Some people don't believe that. A lot of people don't, unfortunately, now. But uh, we do. And uh, this is a, a nation to be celebrated. And soldiers fight um, on a daily, yearly basis uh, so we can have those freedoms. And they have for for uh, many, many years uh, to do that. You know, and we also talk on this Run the Race podcast about fitness. And so part of our food for thought on this Friday, and you may be listening to this on 4th of July weekend or maybe later in the month or later in the year. Um, so, you know, you're looking for, you know, you want to have fun, of course, on the any kind of holiday weekend, whether you're at the beach or at grandma's house or at home or whatever, grilling out. Um, want to look for some active things to do for you and your family as well. So here's 10 things, according to Planet Fitness, that you can do. Um, some food for thought for you while you're eating all that food. Uh, some things to stay active and 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 stay fit and and uh, keep your body, keep your heart moving. Um, so one of the things they say in, in their article from Planet Fitness is take a family walk. So that's some great time together. Um, and uh, you can maybe you know walk somewhere uh, where you can see some fireworks. Right. You can also go for a hike. Um, go for some off-road adventuring, uh, maybe with kids or with other adults, brothers and sisters, and and uh, you know you can go off the grid a little bit. Uh, leave your cell phone in the car or, or put it in your pocket. Don't need to just be focused on the screens, but be focused on the the beautiful United States that we live in and a local park you can find. Uh, you can run a race. Uh, we have a heat wave five miler here uh, this Saturday in the Columbus, Georgia area, and uh, there's local five Ks connected to um, you know the Fourth of July. I know there's the Peachtree 10K road race in Atlanta, which draws you know tens of thousands of people. I haven't run that one yet, but it's I know it's one of the biggest races in the entire uh, country for sure. So um, you know maybe there's some stroller or dog friendly ones you can find as well. Uh, join a parade. Maybe there's one of those here in town, and you can get opportunity or excuse to dress up in a costume. You can host a barbecue with a family or friends. Speaking of food, food for thought, uh, you know, we always love to have some great food and, you know, spend some time outside. Visit a park like I talked about, maybe, you know, a local park of yours and and taking uh, friends or, or, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever to, or, or you can go to a national park and um, there's, you know, a lot of times stargazing or whatever else, go day or night and and uh, you can usually get free or discounted admission. So it's a pretty uh, cheap way to have some fun uh, outside. Splash in the pool. You know, it's been hot around here, at least in the 90s, even triple digits. So uh, good to kind of spend some time and, you know, swim some laps. Get get a workout in, right? So get ready for the next uh, triathlon. You can go boating. Uh, there's lots of lakes, uh, hopefully, where you live. And, and go have some fun with the family and uh, while you're uh, enjoying. That's what a lot of people do this 4th of July. But be safe out there for sure. Don't uh, be boating while intoxicated. Uh, pack a picnic. Uh, that's a great way to, uh, you know, put, maybe put the kids in charge of uh, getting some snacks and uh, 
and uh, so you can have some, uh, you know, fruit or sandwiches or whatever else, and and have a good time. It's a nice romantic thing to do as well. And last thing for uh, some fun, active things to do for the Fourth of July for you and your family is visit a museum. You can honor our nation's great history by strolling through the nearest museum and. Uh, uh, this maybe hands-on exhibits. We, in fact, we've got one right here, the National Infantry Museum, which uh, has been around for at least a decade. And it's one of the most impressive places. It's here, Columbus, Georgia, Fort Benning. And they have something called Freedom Fest, which is going on all day on the 4th of July on Monday. So uh, something uh, you can take the whole family to and uh, some music and uh, activities and historical reenactments and all kinds of things while we celebrate our soldiers and their families. So there you go. There's a little taste of uh, uh, faith and fitness as we uh, head into the 4th of July weekend. So I appreciate you so much uh, for listening to uh, our Run the Race podcast. And and next week, you're in for a treat. I've already interviewed this young man who uh, is transitioning from uh, working in the private sector, owning several businesses. Now he's going into full-time ministry, kind of a big step of faith for him. But he also tells his story about being a baseball player who almost went to the major leagues, but really got uh, dug deep into drug addiction and also drug dealing and spent almost a decade behind bars. So Blake Russell is going to tell his story and what he's learned along the way and and uh, how the Lord's really uh, called him and brought him out of that big hole. Um, so, uh, you know, you'll, hopefully you'll enjoy that conversation with him, some, some inspiration and motivation as well. Let me close now in prayer uh, as we talked about prayer. Dear Lord, uh, just thank you for our country and for um, just the opportunity to be free uh, in this nation, to believe what we want to believe. And, and, and um, as, as we look to you, we know that some people you know, don't look to you. And God, we just pray protection over everybody, no matter what, um, across our nation and as people are safe as they travel wherever they're going and back. And, and uh, Lord God, just uh, pray for the health of everybody as we continue dealing with this pandemic. And to pray for our nation as there's so many things that need to be healed. People, uh, uh, you know, dividing lines across each other. So many different issues that we can come together and know that, uh, God, you know, we're better together than apart. And uh, Jesus, in your precious name we pray. Amen. All right, thanks so much again for uh, joining me. And again, just uh, kind of an experiment, trying the Friday food for thought and uh, keeping these usually you know 10 to 20 minutes long, pretty short episodes, and uh, as opposed to 45 minutes to one-hour episodes with the interviews. And I'm uh, going to continue doing those chats as we talk to folks about fitness and faith on a regular basis. If you have something you'd like to say, uh, you can send me an email, jdennis at wtvm.com. And again, we're on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. You can go to the Apple page for Run the Race and go to the very bottom. There's an opportunity. You can write a quick review. You know, give me, you know, one star, five stars, and tell me what you like or don't like about things. And, and uh, those reviews really do help in terms of uh, keeping us in business here as uh, we continue on uh, running the race of life. Have a great day.